Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Are you David So? Because you look a little heavier than the All last. All right. This is where the podcast ends, and I did not need to hear that shit. I have been going through the thick and thin of it. All thick, though. <laughs> Into the thick of it. Oh, Jesus My Christ. guy just got back from his honeymoon, and let me tell you, you just look like you're glowing, like you got some right. sweet, sweet loving. Let me tell you something. I did not. <laughs> we walked an average of 10 to 15 miles a day. Mm. I somehow still gain weight. Uh-huh. Don't fucking get it. But I'll tell you this, when I landed, I shat seven times that day. Did you now? Yeah. Oh, when you landed back in the United States. Yeah, I think it was like, not the day of, but the second day. Because I was wondering why I wasn't pooping much over there. Were you not pooping? No, nah, it's just because like they have no vegetables. Oh. It's all carbs. Oh. And like you're not going there to eat fucking vegetables. Nah. Ramen. Yeah. yeah I mean, soba. Ooh. All their tempura fried stuff. Mm. Delicious. All the wagyu. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing, like, if you guys go to Japan, right, uh, L.A. has very good comparable food to it. It's just that it's like a quarter of the price. You right. know what I'm saying? Well, it's not being... It's not being shipped from Japan. You're, so you're like, in Japan. <laughs> they, like the economy being fucked up, it didn't affect their food. From what I heard from other Japanese people were mm. that is because a lot of the food that they have is like self-sustaining, right? Yeah. So the ramen, for example, some of the best ramen I've ever had in my life was like $7. 
In Japan. In Japan. Mm. That's with some extra shit that I added on top of it. Mm-hmm. The This one dish that I had, which is tendon, which is all this fried shit on top of rice and this like soy, soy-based sauce on mm-hmm. it. That shit was like abundance of seafood. Mm. That bowl, which is probably one of the three best things I've ever eaten in my life, costs eight bucks. Eight American dollars. Eight American dollars. If you got that shit in America, that'd be like 35 bucks, 40 dollars. And it's like three million yen though. Yeah, it's like four, three, three. You confused? Pizza <laughs> you know, costs a three million yen. I was like, how much is that American? Six bucks. All right. it's, a, it's like a millionaire. <laughs> oh, rich fat guy. <laughs> but damn, I mean, I saw all your all your food stories on IG, and I was so jealous. Like everything looks so bomb. You and know, the most expensive thing that I got, the two most expensive meals that we got there were the worst meals that we had. Oh, word. Because the price for what we ate didn't make sense, right? And I felt like I could have ate that in L.A. But if I got it in L.A., it would have been like $80 more. That's why we mm. got it. So we did we did a sushi omakase dinner. Mm-hmm. It was the one with that uni and ikura bowl at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, that looked great. Not that great? was probably a meal that I could have gotten in L.A., for but sure. it would have cost like 150 bucks. But that omakase meal cost $65. Oh, okay. And there's no tip culture over there, too. Right. Oh, wow. I, I really want to pull up, like, uh, speaking of what you're saying, I want to pull up to one of those, like, little hole-in-the-wall, like, super hole-in-the-wall ramen spots where it's just, like, an old man making ramen out of his garage and shit. <laughs> there's a bunch of those spots all over the place. So, like, there's certain places that you'll eat at, right? So this is what I found out. A lot of people who blog about foods in Japan, mm-hmm. they don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> because half the places that I went to were trash. Oh, and, you were following blog s- recommendations. After a while, I just stopped looking at the recommendations because what it is is somebody who goes to Japan once, they do a TikTok video on it. And, <laughs> and then they everyone go, goes. Yeah, they go, this is the best spot. It's like impossible. There's so many fucking yeah. restaurants in Tokyo. Yeah. People in Tokyo won't be able to eat everything by the time they die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like for people to make videos saying like this is the best, you should just say like this is a spot that I ate that I liked. Mm-hmm. Because when you say the best, you're, you're fucking lying because like half the places that I went to, I'm like, the little hole in the wall spot that I went to was, was better? 10 times better. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, right, right. And so right. that's why I stopped going off of these lists because I think it's just people who get excited. They've only been to Japan once. Mm. This is my third time going. Mm-hmm. And there were spots that they put on there. I'm like, I know that spot. It's not good. Mm. It's like even the locals are like, that's like one of the worst spots ever. They probably just heard word of mouth on some other blogger. So if you see the blogs on like 10 best places to eat in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same spots because these bloggers are just going to somebody else's blog spot. Right. So in Japan, what I do suggest that you guys do is just go there and eat whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to cost much anyways. Yeah, I for sure, like I always told myself when I finally get to go to Japan, I'm going strictly off homies I know in Japan. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Normally, if I go to a different city in America, yeah, I'm Googling lists and stuff. I'm on Yelp. I'm looking yeah, at blogs. America's the best yeah. right, in terms of that because everybody has an opinion about everything. <laughs> so if you do want to Google- Oh, because in Japan, no one's fucking on Yelp. Writing yeah, there's reviews. no Yelp. <laughs> the only people that are Yelping there are white people. Right. So all their food places are like the worst spots ever. That makes and sense. And so what you can do is if you Google stuff, just Google translate the food that you're looking for and write it in Japanese and mm. then you'll see a few reviews, but there's not that much. And Japanese people's reviews are fucking harsh as shit. <laughs> like I translated shit, they're like, this is suck a dick. <laughs> like, it's so mean. But he's like, but that means it's good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> that in American means a cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a penis. <laughs> this is like a get my dick sucked. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Kill Bill Japanese. <laughs> 
<laughs> you suck a dick like a high suck a dick. <laughs> I know, I know. We're so bad. I'm bad at it. I only go off like that's all I have. This is so bad, like a pussy. <laughs> Which should be in a ten out of ten. <laughs> Dude, this rice tastes like a eat a asshole, and I like that. Robbing the couch to rice. <laughs> Robin's couch fries. <laughs> nice and big and all fluffy. <laughs> Robin's the best. And the white. And the white. <laughs> I didn't follow how I somehow got roped into this. Because song. the rice is a big white and a fluffy. <laughs> Robin couch of rice. Leg of your blood. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, my side hurts. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I fucking snorted. <laughs> I'm turning into a pig because I ate so much. Oh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh. oh my god! I got some food That's here. So dumb. Uh, would you like? Would you like some um, some Terramana tequila? Please. <laughs> That's how we're gonna grade food all the time. Oh shit! Uh, you want to sip it or you want to shoot it? Oh, we just drink it. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, sip it? Oh, sip it. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're so dumb. We're, we're so dumb. That was great. <laughs> All right, so I know that you've been gaining mad weight in Japan, and I'm oh. so jealous because everything looked great. Um, oh. And uh, so, and you were like, hey, man, let's have healthy food. I didn't know you were bringing salads, but I, I brought you some healthy shit. Um, I feel like I, you've had some of this before, but I brought a few different kinds. Uh, this is Isan. Thai food, Ooh. which is northeastern Thailand, known for more like uh, lighter food. This is where like lap originated from. Mm. So I bought a few different things that uh, would accompany like uh, if you're having an isan ass meal. So you know when you go to Thai restaurants, right? Uh -huh. Like, uh, do Thai restaurants just kind of smash all these different regions' food into yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you'll go like so when you have like uh, what is this? This is. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I ordered this. This is duck lap. What? Yeah, so normally, you know, it'll be some type of ground chicken or pork or even like seafood. But I've this never is, had duck lap before. Me neither, actually. Uh, so if you ever go to a Thai food restaurant and you really want something that's a little lighter, go for the, the lap. It's, it's spelled larb on a lot of menus. Um, go for the lap. Go for the... Um, there's like a steak salad called yam nua, which is really good. Ooh. Um... So let's see. Yam nu. Yam nu. I brought. Ooh, paper Damn cut. It. Oh no, not paper cut. Just um, it it gleaked. It it gleaked. I didn't realize the juice was spilling out so mm. much. Um, sorry, Robin Couch spilled a little. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> oh, oh god. Oh god, you clumsy big booty bitch. <laughs> Please don't call her a bitch. You love her. <laughs> I know. My butt just got me off. It fucked up her equilibrium. Her big booty. Um, okay, and I also, I know you've had this before, some Thai papaya salad. Papaya salad is the shit. So good. Top, I say top three salads of all time. So bomb. Uh, this comes with, this, this one comes with some grilled shrimp on top. And just to keep on, on the healthy train here, I also brought, oh God, Lord have mercy on my soul. Uh, I want you to just have healthy 
I want you to be healthy. Oh, the food I bought is such trash compared to this. So this right here is, uh, have you ever had yam wunsen? Mm -mm. These are uh, glass noodles. Oh, I never had this. Oh, dude, this is great. This is uh, glass noodles, super light. Um, it's going to be some ground pork in there. I think maybe even they put some little ground shrimp or some shrimps in here. Um, a super light noodle dish, super fresh. A little spicy. I'm so embarrassed with my food right now. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, this is yeah, crazy. Yeah, put that bullshit away. A little regular ass <laughs> salad. Like, I got a cop salad. Get that shit off the table, man. A little bacon. <laughs> I got a little, uh, little. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you a Thai too. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were doing healthy, but never mind. It's going to send me through the roof. I drink my calories nowadays, dog. I pretend that I'm healthy, oh. and then I just slurp all the calories up. No pause. I love Thai iced tea, man. You put another eye. This here. orange, delicious, goopy mess. <laughs> well, cheers, man. Uh, happy honeymoon. Yes. I'm glad you're back. I fucking hit my head on everything in Japan. Oh, tall boy. Oh, yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, yes. Just gonna get a bite of this, uh, this lap, this duck lap. Oh, let me get some of this. This little cleared salad shit a lot of the dang dangs. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh my God, I'm spilling ground beef. So if you ever order lab at a Thai restaurant, you should also get like a side of sticky rice. I didn't get that this time because we're being healthy. But you get the sticky rice, eat it with your hands. Put some lab, you really rip some of these little vegetables off, eat it with the lab. It's like a little salad you kind of put together. Super about one noodle ball. <laughs> I'm trying to get a piece of this shit. Oh, there we go. You've been a... Japan a few times, yeah? This is my third time going. So, like, it, you know, I, I will say this. You go anywhere the first time, it's a magical thing, right? Mm -hmm. Number three, it's not as magical, but it was fun to go back with my wife mm -hmm. and just experience it with her. Mm. Uh, number one, she speaks Japanese, so I didn't have to do shit. Mm. Which was the best. And she was like, why don't you order? I'm like, why? <laughs> why confuse these people? Why have them go... Can I get this one? Yeah, it's a good like I don't wanna I don't wanna do this whole thing, just order. She goes, You should try. I'm like, it's just gonna add more time. Right, right, right. You know, because I've been around Japan before. I had a Google Translate thing. Oh. And if you're in Tokyo, a lot of them can speak like some English. Mm. But when you go out to more like Kyoto, Osaka, it gets a little more difficult. So yeah, I can sit there and, you know, obviously speak English. It just takes way longer. So I'm like, look, we're short on time. Let's just let's just you order. Did you guys go to any weird um uh sex clubs or, or, or oh, sex shops? I wish. Not going. This is all good. Wunsen. Like, dude, this is wound sending me, dude. This is so good. <laughs> <coughs> this is delicious. So yeah, it's it's, it's it's uh they're called glass noodles. Um the hell? I was always kind of under the impression that they're a little healthier than your regular noodles. So you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, I like this. Isn't that great? Oh, we're having new food experiences today, huh? Yeah, fun. Hey, I'm glad I could do that for you, dog. Mm. See, that's the thing. You think you know everything about a cuisine, and there's always these other dishes you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in Japan, like when I went there, you know, I'm not have all the all the food that I ate was great, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's a big misconception. Uh, everything's gonna taste delicious. No, it's like any other place. You're gonna have some bad food out there. It's just the propensity to have bad food is a lot lower. Um, 
Because if you go to more countryside areas, it's not as competitive. And, you know, these late night spots aren't going to be good as everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So when I was rating my food on my Insta stories, like I think a lot of people got things, um, something confused. They're like, well, how is that just as good as that? I was like, because it's based on price and what you get for it. Mm, yeah, 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 we were specifying for the price point and stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, like I'm not going to rate the fucking katsu that's three times the price as the, the hole in the wall spot. Right, right. But the right. hole in the wall spot costs $4. Right. But it was hella good for $4. And then the other spot <clears throat> for the price, it wasn't four dollars. It was, it was twelve, <laughs> which wasn't even that expensive either. <coughs> Have you been to Thailand? You haven't been to Thailand yet, right? No. Oh man! All right, all right. When when you go, okay. Wait, wait for me and Chia to wait for the kids to be a little older. <laughs> I'm so down. And then let's go to Thailand because um, you know, you got to go for like at least a week. And uh, man, some of the best little like noodle spots. Little fucking carts on the side of the road, dog. Like, that's the best shit, you know? I can't wait to go to Thailand and just fucking destroy toilets out there for the first, like, three days. And then really enjoy my stay for the next five. Man, look. I tell everybody, and I'm sure I've said this before on the show, but you have to try some of the street food in Thailand. And chances are, one of them is probably going to give you the runs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's worth it. It's worth it. I'm so scared. I, I didn't have... My bowel movements didn't happen much in Japan, but I didn't have diarrhea. You did? I didn't. Oh, okay, good. Didn't have that at all. I didn't have that in Korea. I didn't have that anywhere else. But <clears throat> I've definitely had it in before I went to Taiwan. Mm. For some reason in Taiwan, I didn't get any of it. Mm. But on the plane ride, I got food poisoning from a United Airlines food. Oh, no. And I shit everywhere. You, you, got, you, had, you had the diarrhea shits on a long-ass flight? On a long-ass flight. And it was, I feel like we have talked about <clears throat> this, but keep on telling me. It was so fucking bad to the point where I ran into the bathroom and the, and the flight attendant was like, is everything okay? Because <laughs> I was in there for so long. Oh, no. I kept shitting and throwing up oh, into the God. same thing. Just Ew. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Did you get any throw up on your penis? Oh, I got it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. And I thought the whole trip was going to be ruined, but the next day I was fine because I shat it and oh, I threw it. You just out. had to get it out. Mm-hmm. My boy PD Flo always reminds me of this story where, um, because we used to go to his house for New Year's uh, when we were, you know, fresh out of high school, just get drunk at his house. And there was one time I was so fucked up. And he always reminds me of this. And I, I actually do kind of remember this, too. Um, I was trying to poop. And and I was also throwing up. And he's like, dude, all I remember is knocking on the door and being like, bro, you okay? And you being like, <laughs> I puked on my ding-a-ling. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was you? That was me. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, to be in there. Oh, man, I got puked on my dingling. Oh, my God. It wasn't what? like a lot. It was just a little, like. Wait, what did you eat or drink? Man, I don't know. You know, back, this is this is broke boy days. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Well, we're so drinking what the fuck you were bottom shelf, whatever the fuck was in the concoction, like bottom shelf uh, vodka. You know what I'm saying? We were just trying to get fucked up back then, you know? So we would just get very, very drunk very fast. And this was I probably this probably wasn't even midnight yet, you know what I'm saying? We probably had didn't even celebrate the new year yet, and I was just on the toilet puking on my dick. Hell good. Hell yeah. Um, hell good. But uh, when I was uh like 22, it wasn't even my 21st birthday because I didn't really, I kind of stopped drinking after I was like 18 or 19 because I, I started drinking really early. Mm-hmm. Mm. 22nd birthday, I started drinking again. Fire. So there's this place out in Davis called Sudworks. <clears throat> I'm not okay. sure if it's still open now, but they used to do uh, dollar beer Wednesdays. Mm. So what, what happens is like it's such a long line. You just have to go there and get all your beers at once. Okay. So they got so much fucking beers. <clears throat> there was so much left over. We didn't want to waste that shit. Mm. <clears throat> I drank, I, I, I would have to say at least like 14 cups of beer. 
Oh, I, I've never thrown up like that in my life. Oh, like God. the war, I, I threw up so much. I actually popped all the blood vessels in my eyes. Like they turned red and shit the next all day? Red. Lord. You, apparently you can go blind from that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like if, 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 if something disconnects, it's like if the thing that connects your eye to your other, to whatever the fuck, you can like heave so hard that it like disconnects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my eyes were bloodshot red for like a week because I popped all the blood vessels in it. So I looked Scary. like a fucking demon. Yeah. And I was working at the men's warehouse trying to sell suits like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, real goth, bro. But when, it's, when this was happening, like my dad, Hates drinking, uh -huh. right? So I'm, I'm in the bathroom, throwing up, demon style, <laughs> and I just hear my dad screaming, "Is this how you want your life, huh?" Just, and my mom's like, "Let's take him to the hospital." She's like, "No, let him die in there." Oh my god, hella dramatic. My mom's like, "Let him die." Like he just drank. He's like, "No, this is who he is. Let him die and suffer." In Korean, and my mom's like, "You're an idiot." Like just like, take him to the hospital. Peter, um, this is also a story of getting drunk at Peter's house. Where um, now this was a night my dad thought I might die. Like they thought I had like alcohol poisoning and shit. And uh, we were at Peter's house, and. <laughs> The story goes, I was so drunk, I was just on the, I used to do this thing, I probably would still if I was drinking like that nowadays, but sometimes, you know, you ever drink so much that your chest feels heavy? Uh-huh. So, when that happens to me and I'm drunk, I start to breathe out loud so I can make sure that I'm bre breathing right. So I start doing this. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, you've heard me. <laughs> Tim, I... <laughs> Tim, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I've heard this multiple times with you. <laughs> This was dying. So it's just so I know that I'm breathing. <laughs> like I haven't known you for how many years? I forgot. We drink so much together. <laughs> Alright. And so um we're gonna finish this story right after this break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. That noise. <laughs> so there was one night I was on that level. This was like fr- like right after high school, probably like 20, 21. Um, and uh, I remember, and then Rick told me this because I didn't remember. Um, my ex came to pick me up or maybe somebody came to pick me up because I was so fucked up. And then Rick put me over his shoulder to carry me to the car. And he said when, I, when he picked me up, I was like, Rick, you're strong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you strong boy. <laughs> you done picked me off of your shoulder, boy. <laughs> you have bumble clap. Oh, my God. That's what you're strong. You got, a, you got so many muscle them. <laughs> Rick's like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm. uh, but, yeah, man, I don't know why I started doing that, like, breathing all hard like that. It's just kind of something that uh, I always do when I'm drunk. Oh, dude, you make that noise, and it sounds like death. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Like when we went to that Thai place, you were making that noise on the floor. Would it look like you fell off a building? Just on the floor? Just <laughs> Ah yes. Ah yes. Ah yes. The the night. Yes. The night. <laughs> oh, I've just leave him there. <laughs> just leave him. How did you so you and uh but you and Mario had a had a good honeymoon, yeah? Speaking of wives. Yeah, I man, I think for like when we do honeymoons, we definitely do it differently than everybody else. Like yeah, yeah. people sometimes chill. We walk fifteen miles a day. You know? Mm. Like we're experiencing some other shit. We didn't do a lot of touristy shit because mm-hmm. we've already done that already. So a lot of people are going to the same temples or whatever. Uh, we did that the first time. Right. I don't need to do it again. So this trip was just her seeing her old friends. Mm. And I'm talking in Japanese as I sit awkwardly on the side. <laughs> we just One of her friends too was like, oh, he's a comedian. He doesn't talk much. I'm like, that's what she told me. I'm like, you're speaking Japanese, right. bitch. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You being like. One Piece, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good anime. Yeah. Suck a dick really hard. <laughs> hey, you like a tentacle? No, <laughs> <laughs> you know that shit, you know, where you people kind of say like, oh, Japan, you're just going to see Pokemon everywhere. A hundred percent true. What? There, there's Pokemon everywhere. It's in the airports, the subway. You mean when you're playing Pokemon Go? No, I'm talking about just oh, like, like post- Pokemon merch, like oh. merch posters, like it's integrated in Tokyo and Japan everywhere. Oh, it's like that. Like anime is everywhere on wow. the wall. It's not even something that you'll see, you know, occasionally here in that specific spots. It's integrated into Japan. Oh, here I thought it was just white people being racist when they said that shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, <laughs> it Pokemon everywhere, like fucking everywhere. Dude. It's like a way of life out there. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
I didn't I didn't know neither did I that it was like that. I, I don't even remember that shit. Hmm. But when I was observing a lot more this time, I'm like, oh wait. They have anime everywhere here. Hmm. Like that shit's fucking real. Look, man, I'm a little ashamed to say this, but I don't really watch anime like at all. Well, I think that's pretty normal depending on like our age group, right? Mm. Nowadays when you're younger, even like five five years younger than us, which isn't much, mm-hmm. all into that shit. I was at the time period where you know, watching anime, nobody really fucking talked about that shit. I think people were watching, but no one talked about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of kept it on the down low uh, versus like, you know, me or some other friend. We didn't give a fuck. We just watched it because it was mm-hmm. so fucking dope. But it's become so like pop culture mainstream. It's mainstream now, yeah. You know? And there's also people like me who watch a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. So when people like will ask me questions like online, it's like, oh, did you watch this? And I'm like, come on, you fucking <laughs> noobs. Like, did you watch this? That's fucking basic shit. I'm like, did you watch this? And like, what is that? Yeah, in your face. Bruh, even like people, like not gonna lie, even like, um, they're like, how about Dragon Ball? I'm like, ah, I watched here and there, but I wasn't really. Oh, you didn't watch Dragon not Ball? Not even bro? consistently like that, bro. Like, I watched a little bit of Pokemon, a little bit of Dragon Ball, Beto. Not really, man. Um, and yeah, not even Pokemon? Here and there. Yeah. I didn't watch consistently like that. I don't know what it is. And it's weird because I love, like, Japanese animation. Like, I love that style. Um, I love, like, fighting shit. And I don't know why I never got into it. Um, I do remember when I was a little, little kid. Uh, my baby, the other older kid at my babysitter used to watch this anime called Ranma One and a Half. Yes, that was the guy who's a girl. Yes, yes. Every time he... And you would watch one of the most perverted <laughs> animes of all time. <laughs> when I was a... like seven years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, wish. <laughs> I, wish. Well, I remember being like, whoa, they're naked in this cartoon, you know? <laughs> and if y'all never seen Ranma, it's about like... A guy that's like cursed, I think once he hits hot water, he turns into a girl or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then once he hits cold water, he turns into a bear. Some bullshit. I forget, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's like really the only shit I ever remember really watching. And, um, it would you know. Be the one you remember too. Yeah, hello. <laughs> this shit's ingrained in me, dog. I live this perverted life, dog. People try to appropriate this perv shit. I've been about this shit I'm my whole life. I'm the original Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> So um, now I ask people, you know, I, I like, what do you recommend for a first time anime, dude? And of course, everybody said Attack on Titan, which I really enjoyed. That's just intense. I know. And I really liked it. Right. But I fell off. I didn't finish the first season. I just for some reason, I just never finished it. I don't know, dog. I'm, I want to like it. <laughs> it depends on what you like. Right. Like I typically people like a lot of anime that's basic fan service. Right. So there's a bunch of titties bouncing around or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I actually like uh, thrillers a lot. So one of my favorite ones is uh, Death Note. And I did mm-hmm. a, a little collab piece with with uh, Secret Society with it. And there's another one called Erased. And it's about like time travel. Mm-hmm. The concept of time travel and tra- changing things that you can't change for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also a, like a murder mystery type of thing. I love time travel in general. So I want to. You I'm should down. watch Erased. It's short. It's like 20 something episodes. Okay. And it's fucking trippy as hell. It's one of my favorites of all time. Erased uh, Death Note. They've been out for a very fucking long time. Um, but typically what a lot of people will re- recommend are all, always, it's like um, Ronin shit, right? Mm. So it's like sword, somebody getting sliced up and dying. Mm-hmm. Which Those are dope. Like Demon Slayer right now is like one of the hottest. Jujutsu Kaisen, all these other ones. But I those are never ever going to be my top favorite animes because 
you kind of already know where it's going. Mm. It's, I call them like boss. I call them boss level threat animes, meaning that there's a boss, you kill him. There's another boss, you kill him. Mm. There's another boss, you kill him, which is dope for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't really have like a long lasting impression on me. Mm. You don't care about the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then if not, you should just watch Miyazaki films. Miyazaki, what's that? Like uh, Spirited Away. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I yeah, got you. yeah, yeah. Um, there was, dude, there was a, a Japanese, like an anime version of Batman that came out. Fucking amazing. And I like I did like it, right? But I was so thrown off. I thought it was gonna be so much more swords and shit. And then they jumped to the fucking huge robots so fast. I was like, oh, come on. I yeah, wanted to see more swords. It was a little interesting. Like it was I liked it. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. But it wasn't as dope as I thought it was gonna be. Like I I really like 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 I said, I did like it, right? I love the way I, the animation was fucking sick. I love like the story, but I was like, I just expected more hand to hand fighting. You know what I'm oh, saying? If you like hand to hand fighting, watch Demon Slayer. That's okay. all action blood. It's fucking amazing. But I'm surprised, man. You should get on that train, that wave, dude. Who has the time anymore, dog? Oh, you got two kids. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I just finished beef, and that shit took us so long. <laughs> I actually just finished that recently too. Really? Did you like it? Loved it. It was good. I loved it. It was um, very good. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And um It's crazy how like how popular that was and then the hype died so fast. Um it I think that's just the age it's, we yeah, live in. It's like what the fuck happened? Like people were all talking about it and then not a single word now. Steven Yoon will for sure, if not win an Emmy, get an Emmy nomination. Cause like with his breaking down crying scene in the church was like, ah, oh, so good. Let me ask you this. This is this is, has nothing to do with this. Yes. I, I want to ask you this because I'm not sure if you were there during this time of Wild and Out. Mm. But there was that point where um, Azalea Banks was like. I was on stage. Oh, you were on stage. I'm on stage reacting so awkwardly. Oh, really? I'm there's like there's like every time someone posts that clip, there's always someone's like, oh, my God, look at Tim's face. I'm like this. I'm like I have a, a hoodie on with a thing dragging or the hang, thing hanging down. And as soon as it started, I'm like. I put it in my mouth. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, okay. I only heard about this in passing, yeah. but I never really got into it, right? Yeah. And recently, Azalea Banks posted something about that. Fucked up. And I just read it now, right? And yeah. she's just, like, going in on DC. I was like, wait, did that? when did that happen? I'm like, I remember that happening quite a long time ago. Years ago. I was still on the show. It was, like, four or five years ago. It was at least my last season was – it was the last season – it was their first season in Atlanta and my last official season. So it was like 2016. What the fuck? Why? She no, no, no. 2019. Yeah. So she's bringing this up now. Right. Yeah. Again, like her response. Like it, it reminds me of that rebuttal episode that we were talking about in Seinfeld. Yeah. Where George is in the car driving away and he goes, and you another thing. It's like, what is with this fucking late response? But her, you read her response? I just read it before I came here. She's, I've never, like, that's like evil shit yeah 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 you know what i'm saying um to say that like dc's like the wife of his kids dying is like is like deserved because uh Crazy. because he called her ugly on tv ridiculous and let me tell you like without um like going into it in super detail but um you know on the show when it happened and uh, I'll show you the clip because I did a whole like JK News episode about it where I went like uh, into detail. But like, um, you know, DC makes the joke. What he said, the joke that set it off was he's like, we were playing this game called um, So Petty. 
Well, you say, oh, this person is so petty. How petty is he, right? You make a little joke. So DC said, Nick Cannon is so petty. And they're like, how petty is he? Nick Cannon is so petty. He couldn't get Cardi B on the show, so he had to get your ugly ass, Azalea Banks, right? That was it? That was it. That was, that's it? That was it. Hold on a second. So, wait, so <laughs> that was it, dog. Yo, ugly ass, that's it. So immediately, now this is where I saw the tides change. She goes, I don't know about you, but that was pretty colorist to me. And then immediately I'm like, oh shit, she's taking it where it does not need to be and where it wasn't, right? So she's implying that, you know, because Cardi B's light skin and she's a darker skinned woman, uh, that it's like, you know, she was saying some colorism shit. I'm like, oh no. And then so... It got a little awkward, but then they kept kind of moving the game along. But she kept, like, a few seconds later, kept bringing up DC. Like, when DC already got his joke off and went off, she's like, okay, that's why you barely can afford an apartment and blah, blah, blah. You've been on doing this and that. And DC's like, wait, she's talking, she's talking about me? So then he doubles down, starts talking about her, like, how talking about her teeth and, like, how oh, they're, like, you know, man. a bunch of shit, right, going in. And uh, so her face kind of got memed because, like, it looked like she was crying. And she, she said she did cry. And then the next week, this is where she fucked up, where they would have edited it out. They would have cut it out. They would have made it look great. They would have cut that shit out. They would have made her look good. But because she went to Instagram a week later and decided to say all this stuff, like, she was trying to say, like, she didn't know it was that kind of show. She thought it was, like, a kid show. Um, You're lying. Yeah, so she was saying all this, right? She Bullshit. was like, she was saying, you know, they started making colorist jokes. So people were like, yo, what the fuck? So while the now producers were like, well, we have no choice but to air the whole they have segment. To. They have no choice because they have to defend themselves. Exactly. So they aired the whole shit as awkward as it was. And let me tell you something, dog. Here's what they didn't show on the show. Um, after we filmed the game and she kind of seemed a little like upset, they paused production for two hours. We didn't film for another two hours while Nick went back there, talked her down, gave her a drink. The audience was there. I'm sitting with the audience, chilling, waiting. I'm like, it's kind of awkward, huh? They're like, yeah. <laughs> and when she posted her shit, everybody was in the comments. A handful of people in the comments were like, no, I was in the audience. She's lying. You know what I'm saying? So now, fucking 2019, four years later. Four years later. After the fucking tragedy of DC's, uh, of, of Jackie O dying. Leaving three kids behind, she comes online saying like, oh, this is like, what did she say? Like, uh, basically saying she deserved it? Ugh. Or basically saying like, this is like karma? For First of all, <laughs> Wild Enough has been on, including the highest, I think like fucking like 20 years or some shit. It's been a long it's, time. It's a long time, yeah. The idea that she put up this bullshit excuse, I thought it was a kid's show. You fucking lie, lying, lying dumbass. You know, she's trying to say like her management have had her do it and she didn't know what the show was and bullshit look, anybody in that's like saying you don't know what sesame street is like it's been <laughs> it's been around like it's an institution yeah <laughs> everybody knows what fucking wild and out is right especially because she's in entertainment right and she's also she's in black entertainment as well who the fuck doesn't know what wild and out is and you know i was kind of trying to sympathize with her like being like okay she felt attacked she but maybe she maybe she hadn't seen the show but man when she posted that shit about dc and his kids and his family i was like oh man with colorist too like cardi b's not even black you know someone argues she's, she's uh afro-latina oh is she afro-latina yeah, I thought yeah. She, okay i thought okay but you know like the idea of this i don't I, I hate that shit too it's like when you feel hurt, so what you're trying to do is latch on to something that's hot right now to defend you to go ahead and make somebody else look bad. Like, you know, like 
okay, and this happened to me before too. We're not going to bring that shit up again. <laughs> but it's like, why did you have to bring that in? If you were hurt by it, by the effect, that's fine. Even though it's kind of weird that you came on a show where everybody roasts each other. That's like the whole, that's why Wild and Out's popular. I know. That's why it pops up. That's why <laughs> episodes make me laugh because of how much they roast each other. Mm-hmm. It's a no holds bar type of show. Yeah. What is she fucking talking about? I don't know, man. And all he did was call her ugly. I That's know. so like low hanging fruit, soft lob type of shit. Yeah. I thought it was like some serious shit. No. First joke was, yo ugly ass. That's it? Not even specifically, not even a specific burn. You know what I'm saying? It's so general. I know. It's like saying you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're fat. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's just like, such a general fucking diss. Yeah, he didn't go into any specifics about her, her past, her present, her whatever the fuck that it is. Yeah. It was just a general. You got to be a pretty big scumbag to insult somebody after their wife just passed away or their baby mom or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Like that is some low, low, dirty, scummy shit. Even if you don't like the person, you could, like, come on. Yeah, man. And I'm a scumbag. Is, <laughs> you I would never. Nah, David pretends he's a scumbag. He's a nice guy. Okay, I would never. Yeah, I would never do that. That's insane. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is this is some evil shit, man. It's crazy. I, I was like reading this. I'm like, oh, is there something I'm missing here? Yeah. Did he have, did she have beef with his wife? And it was just from the Wild and Out show? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jackie O, man. We're going to take a break. Everything from this restaurant is really good. It's called Crispy Pork Gang. I do believe it's in North Hollywood. If y'all want to check that out, you know, it's a lot of good Thai food spots out here. Um, And uh, I just learned that Crispy Pork Gang is one of them. So, hey, shout out to Crispy Pork Gang. Kop kun kop. This is delicious. That's how you say thank you in Thai. Oh, kop kun kun. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had any internet beef with anybody? I don't feel like you had anybody dislike you. Yes. Early on, I had a lot. It was always okay. Let me let me tell you right now. It was a few. It was people making diss tracks towards me. Um, when I <laughs> this is so unheard of. Like I only brought this up because I thought nobody would dislike them. There, I mean, I understand me. There's there's diss track from just fans. <laughs> people just hate me. When I my first viral video, me P D Flow Super Ego, we did a song called Kings of MySpace. I wrote a song called Kings of MySpace, where um, it was about. Me and Peter showing Eric how to get followers on MySpace. Okay, how to get friends on MySpace. And it was like a fun little cute little rap song, almost like a parody on some Lonely Island shit, right? That shit was going kind of viral. Uh, actually, as a result of that video, my MySpace rapper account was like, I was a top 10 rapper in California for like a week. What? Because my MySpace page was getting so much traction off that shit. And let me tell you, after we put out that video, PD Flo did six special effects, like some shit that YouTube had never seen before. Like Peter was doing shit all, you know, on his computer, of course. <laughs> and um, the shit went viral. Tom on MySpace posted it in a bulletin and got featured on YouTube. It was our first like viral hit. Wow. So anyways, that shit got a lot of views. And then it, it, was, a, it was a dude from San Jose, this rapper named J.E., did a diss track towards me. It was, called, it was called the Kings of MySpace diss. And it was just basically, basically just a diss track towards me, calling it corny. Um, when it was like, it was supposed to be just a funny rap song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he was calling me corny. Um, 
And then I kind of, I released a diss track towards him and we went back and forth for a little bit. I should have never actually even replied, you know what I'm saying? But it was like my first ever like beef. I was like, and his, his shit was getting views because it was named Kings of MySpace diss. So after our shit would pop up, his shit would pop up, right? So I was like, I got to reply, you know what I'm saying? You did a diss track? Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? I forgot, man. Like. You ugly ass. What? And no, they called you a colorist. Well, <laughs> here's what was fucked up is I couldn't really. I He never showed his face in his diss track. Well, it that was, doesn't make sense then. You you can't do a diss track if you don't show your face. I know. Just fucking throwing rocks from, you know, behind a wall. You know what I'm saying? So I had to just make up a bunch of stuff. And uh, I didn't, you know. Who won? I Who mean. Who won? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm doing great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's up to. Hey, shout out to Je. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what. I think he might be Filipino. I'm not sure. But Je uh, did a diss track towards me. This had to be like 2000 and man, I don't know. 2000 like eight, six. Who knows? Long ass time ago, right? Um, and then later on, when I was beginning to kind of build a little fan base. Uh, I put out a mixtape, and on that mixtape, there was a song called I'm Fresh. And on the song, I was like just doing, I was like ad-libbing some just talking, and I called myself like the Fresh Prince. I was like, yeah, I'm the Fresh Prince of Long Beach, right? Because um, I lived in Long Beach, you know, until I was like 10 or 11 or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, and this dude named Shag3 or like Shag Triple put out a diss track towards me. Um, trying to say like, oh, you're not even in Long Beach anymore because I was, you know, I was in Paramount, and um, and and he could rap though. I mean, they both could rap. Je and this dude Shag Shag Three Shag Triple could rap. Um, and I was kind of like, but I really was kind of like, should throw away bar. Well, it it was just. I was like, for what? What am I going to reply for? You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. was all in my messages. You going to reply or what? You going to send something my he way? He just wanted a little. Yeah. You know, so I was like, honestly, dog, like, I just, I'm just trying to make money. And I'm trying to, like, get, I'm trying to handle my own shit. Like, I just, I, he put out, like, two diss tracks towards me. I and nobody believe. was just like, please respond. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I need, please, please respond. I'm sure it was some dudes in Long Beach who were like, oh, what's him going to say to Shag Triple, right? But I just, I just never replied. He was like, damn, you really don't want beef. I was like, no, man, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm still, I'm trying to take care of my own shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> can you please respond still? Because I kind of need the views. I don't know what he's up to. Um, I know he was like, you know, it's funny because, so one of my closest homegirls from Cal State Long Beach was this girl, Millie. And then Millie's cousin was, cool name. oh, Millicent, Millicent Manalo. Love her. Um, and one of her cousins. Girl, <laughs> is, she, is she a villain in a Disney movie? Doesn't what, it? What the fuck? Isn't that a lit name? <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. M Millicent Manalo. So yeah. fun. I love Millie so much. I wish, you know. You just got cursed everybody. <laughs> her cousin was this girl, Maggie. And Maggie was like super cool with some dudes that. Uh, do you remember when Crump, when Crumpin was like a really popular oh, thing? Oh, yes, I do. So, um, yes. So, back in the day, there was an Asian, <laughs> an Asian Crump crew called Rice Track, okay? Well, Jesus Christ. And it was like, uh, a lot of the poppin', like, Asian Crumpers, it was a guy named Pokey, it was a baby Pokey, it was Lil Pokey, and, um, Maggie was cool with a lot of those dudes, and those dudes were also cool with this, this dude Shag Triple, right? So, I remember just like, 
feeling, I'm just reading some shit. I'm like, oh man, the pokies do not fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> How come all these people hating on you, dude? You know, I, I think it just kind of happens. Like, you know, there's not a lot of, especially back then, there weren't a lot of Asian dudes rapping, mm-hmm, doing anything, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of one of the first Asian dudes on the internet to get some shine and was rapping. So naturally, like, other Asian rappers are like, mm, who the fuck is this? You know, with his fucking corny MySpace rap getting views. I should be getting views, you know? I've definitely I had people who definitely dislike me, right? Mm. But every time they meet me in person, it goes away like that. <laughs> it goes away pretty fucking fast, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think what happens is, is like, when you're a hyper-opinionated person, which you have to be on a space where you're doing comedy, mm. if you don't have opinions and you're not standing your ground on stuff, albeit it may be very ridiculous or stupid, but it's really for the joke, you're taking things way too seriously, mm. right? And I think what happens a lot of times too is like in that, in that type of case, they feel like your shine should be their shine. Mm-hmm. I'm more talented than you. I mm-hmm. do better things. Why is everybody saying that you're good at what you do when I should get that stuff? Mm-hmm. And like that type of mentality is fucking stupid. You'll get yours. Mm-hmm. Like you absolutely will get yours. You don't have to drag other people down for that, right? And that's the kind of sad part because imagine if somebody was like, hey, your shit is fucking dope. And let's say they message you before. It's like, hey, I'm going to do a diss track against you because – I think your shit's dope, but it's going to give me some good hype or whatever, whatnot, right? right? How different would that be? Yeah. yeah, Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do your thing. You know, I think it's it's natural for that to happen. I even had to tell myself sometimes, like, you know, when you're in a certain space and you see somebody getting, you know, more opportunities that you feel like you should have or they're getting a little shine that you feel like you should get, it's easy to get bitter, you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. To be a little like, ugh. Like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? What makes this person better than me, right? So you get a little angry, right? And I said, always, I have to remind myself, like, yo, there's enough money out there for everybody. Like, 100%. and me worrying about this other person's money, fucking pocket checking somebody else, like watching, like watching what they're doing. It's like, it does nothing for me. It doesn't do anything to help me in my career. It doesn't help me further my career. Like, it's just hating. Yeah. And look, there's, there's ways for you to be a hater and then make it very entertaining. Yeah. Right? But if you're just like <laughs> hating just because it eats you up on the inside, that's dumb. At least make some funny content out of it or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think like those type of people where it just like eats them up so much. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like you could feel a certain way, but don't let it like take up half your fucking day, man. Like just chill. Did I tell you that me and Ryan Higa almost had beef? I told you the story. Wait, Ryan Higa? You might have, but I forgot because <laughs> Ryan Higa is the sweetest little boy. And that's exactly what happened where, um, you know— as soon as I met him, I felt bad for any negative thing I might have even thought about him ever. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even no stupid shit. It wasn't even no real shit. It was stupid internet shit because this was in the early, early, early days of YouTube, right? Where there was only a, a few of us that were really beginning to get views like that, right? It was like me, Ryan, Kev, and um, I was doing a blog TV live stream and somebody was like, do you think Niga Higa is funny? And I was like, well, you know, honestly, like, nah, I don't really find his videos funny like oh my that, God, right? The same shit happened to me. <laughs> and, and they were like, and then so they went to his stream when he was on Blog TV, and they're like, Timothy Delgado just said, you're not funny. And I'm like, oh, God, right? So then I immediately DM'd him like a man and was like, hey, bro, just so you know, like, I'm not talking shit about you or anything like that. Someone just asked me my opinion on your videos. And I said, I don't think it's funny, right? And he was like, dude, that's cool. Like, not everyone's going to find me funny. It's whatever, right? And then that was it. And then I ran into ran into him at a YouTube event. You called socked him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I fucking socked him. And then we kissed. 
And then- <laughs> no, I, I was like, and I, he was just, just the nicest, sweetest guy. And I was like, I feel bad for even saying that. I don't think it's just funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's like a super nice. That's so funny because I got into a trouble in trouble with a lot of that type of stuff. Wait, and real quick, and and through the years, I started loving Ryan's videos. Well, there it goes. Right? Go on. Okay. Like, people would ask that same question. It's like, oh, do you think this guy's funny? And it wasn't a reflection on the person. You asked me a point blank question. Mm-hmm. You show me the person's videos. I didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that person's not talented? That other people don't find them funny? Mm-hmm. You're just asking me if I if I found it funny. And if the answer is no, it's no. And it's honest, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you dislike them, that you don't like them, that they're not entertaining and their shit isn't worth anything. Mm-hmm. That's extra stuff you're adding to something that's not there. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten asked that question about Ryan Higa, mm-hmm. about Kev Jumba or yeah. whatever. And people have thrown that back in my face. Well, you said you don't like funny, so why are you saying you respect them? I'm like, hold on a second. (laughs) Those are two different fucking things. Mm -hmm. Just because I didn't laugh at their videos doesn't mean that I wasn't like amazed at the stuff that they were doing. Mm -hmm. They were fucking killing it. And they were very, very creative. It just wasn't on my wavelength at the time. Right. Right. When I look back at it, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah. But maybe my sense of humor changed a little bit or it broadened up a little more. Yeah, man. I just, you know, we both know comedy is super subjective. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, I don't find it funny, I'm like. That's cool, man. I mean, I feel like you're wrong, but I'm not, but hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. The only time I'm ever like, whenever someone's like, leaves a comment saying, oh man, how did this guy get this girl? Like when he's not even cute or when he's not attractive, I'm always like, damn, that's common is a blessing because I didn't know that blind people watch my videos. (laughs) Wow. That's cool that I, I, I was dissing me in braille. <laughs> they feel the bumps on my face. You know what you are doing? You know what you are doing? You're bump, 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 bump. All right. And I say, wow, thank you. Oh, no, that's deaf people. Whoops. <laughs> I, I signed thank you just now <laughs> for the blind people listening. Wow, you're an asshole. You're a fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man, it's so silly, right? The internet is, uh, so much shit can get just misconstrued just for no reason. People just love the drama, you know? Yeah, it's very odd. Like, I, I do understand that whole thing of, like, I know I should be a little more careful with my words, but no, that's kind of on other people, though. Like, don't ask me a question if you—just because you didn't get the answer that you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's a weird thing. Like, don't ask if you're looking for a specific answer. Like, ask questions if you're actually inquisitive about it. Because mm-hmm. if I said, like, look, oh, like, did you—because I've gotten that question about Ryan Higa, and they're like, did you—do you—, do you find him funny and I'm like I don't like I don't like I don't like his videos mm. like I don't think they're that funny and they're like well why don't you like him I'm like wait what the fuck are you talking about yeah. right now those are two different things mm-hmm. <laughs> and I used, to, I used to get so mad at that shit but a lot of people think like that yeah and they go yeah oh I don't I don't care I don't care if you don't like my stuff I'm like why are you getting mad bro yeah what are you getting mad for yeah like see with you I think you're super funny I don't like you All right. as a person. Right. Like, I think you're a fucking shitbag. All right. But. Then why you let me see your kids then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should stop by sometime, dude. Oh, I gotta see cute, dude. Beta's so fun now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just grabbed it and you went. <laughs> Bro, the other days, this little kid bit the shit out of Veda's finger. Um, oh, she cried for half an hour, dog. But I had to remind her that she started it because we're at her little her little gym that she goes to, and um, you know, someone like, did I tell you the story already? No. Okay. And so she was like playing with a toy, and some girl came up trying to 
play with the same toy and she like squeezed this little girl's face, right? Just her cheek. Oh, kids love the raptor claw move. Yes. They love that shit. But let me tell you, this girl whose face she squeezed, like is a low-key bully. She'd be roughhousing with other kids, but she, and she did not flinch when Veda pinched her cheek. She just kind of looked and was like, whatever about it, right? Later on in that hour, um, this little girl was playing with a toy. Veda went up, was trying to grab it. There was a little struggle, and the girl just fucking chomped on Veda's oh, finger. Oh shit! Yeah, I just saw. I saw it from the from like behind the other little girl, and I just saw Veda like recoil in pain. I was like, oh no! Immediately, fucking little fucking teeth marks in her finger, dog. Baby teeth are hella sharp. Dude. Yes, dude, and they bite hard. Yeah, they have no. They don't pull back. Great. Veda cried for so long. I felt so bad. And I was like, and I was trying to take a picture for Chia just to, to be like, hey, look what happened. And Veda, like, in the picture, she's crying and extends her little finger. Ah! She's like, look, look what happened. And she would, for like, and every time we brought up that girl's name, let's say her name was like Tiffany, like I'd be telling Chia, I'm like, yeah, so like little Tiffany bit. Uh, you know, so, uh, oh, so maybe Tiffany's going to be in class this time. And Veda will be like, Tiffany by the finger. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that's like her me- core memory now. Yes, dog. Dude, any Tiffany she meets now, she's going to fucking hate them. And she's not going to know why. <laughs> well, they high five today at the gym. So With her broken finger? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I was like, Veda, um, you going to say hi to Tiffany? She went, ah! <laughs> please, please, no. please, whatever you want. <laughs> I'll give you my toys. Yeah, take, take it off. Take it off. <laughs> what do you do in that situation? It's what is fucked up because you can't do anything. What do you? I'm not gonna fucking slap this other little girl. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I'm not gonna like dislike you know because her mom was right there too. Well, no, her dad was right there, and her dad was just like, "Oh, sorry." And um, like, hey, thought my kid kind of deserved it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too. I'm like, ah, sh- shit. You know, like Veda did start it, right? Yeah. And he was just kind of like. And, and, you know, he was like, hey, say, say sorry to Veda. And, and she didn't say sorry. She just looked. She looked all guilty. She knew she did something of fucked up. Of course she did. But she didn't say shit. Um, but, you know, so Veda just sat there crying for like half an hour. I fucking got her some ice cream. Like, um, and just I had to tell her, you know, I said, hey, baby, you remember? I mean, you, you got to be careful. That's why you got to share, mama. You, you know? know what the hard part is? It's like having a kid understand that even when the other person does something wrong, it doesn't mean that you get to do something wrong. Too. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like I, f- I feel like even as adults, we want to go tit for tat all the time. Right, right, so right. So if that girl doesn't really apologize, she's like, well, why do I have to apologize? And right. you have to teach this kid about morality. Like morality is morality. It's not based on what somebody else does. You have to be the good person all mm-hmm. the time. And that's fucking hard. How the fuck do you teach a kid that? <sighs> yeah, I know, I know. And it's uh it's difficult sometimes because I'm such a great person mm-hmm. to try and <laughs> Let's wrap up this episode. Huh? Reminds, so, oh, dude, it's funny because sometimes I'll get I'll get deep out of nowhere with Veda, and sometimes I do it just to annoy Chia because I think it's funny. So earlier today, Veda slipped because she had her socks on in the house on the wood. She was running, and she like I guess the grippies weren't gripping like they were supposed to, and she fucking slipped and hit her the back of her head. Right? She's crying. I had to go get ready, so I was like, Chia handled it. I went, brushed my teeth, got dressed. I came out, I came back. They were like they're eating some like little snacks, watching TV. They were fine, and I was like. I was like, your head okay, mama? Your head okay? And she was like, she was like, don't even remind her. Don't even bring it up. I'm like, no, baby. Sometimes we have to acknowledge the pain we've gone, we've gone through so we can, we can, we know that we've moved past it and become, and that we're stronger than that. And she was like, oh my God, go, go away. <laughs> you just look at, you look at fucking Veda. Baby, you know why we slip and fall sometimes? So we could get right back up. That's right. Remember that, baby girl. You fell, you were hurt, but you got up. And you kept going. You know, it'd be a fucking funny ass video, but obviously you can't do it because you have to do with the sacrifice of your child. (laughs) 
It's like if you just set up a camera, right? Like you walking up and setting up the camera, Veda comes to the screen and you push her down <laughs> and then you play like music <laughs> just so you can say something like motivational. <laughs> just freeze, freeze yeah. frame. Just hold on, hold on. She's coming. Push her. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> this is life, baby girl. It's not always going to go the way you want it to, okay? Sometimes life is going to push you down just like your dad does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be such a funny video, but you can't push your kid on purpose. Hmm. Oh, damn, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Uh, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, all that bullshit. Uh, support your local little Asian spot. Get some Thai food. Get some Korean food. Um, and... Um, David, so hey, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, man. We didn't even eat this other bullshit because this was so good. So. Yeah, uh, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.